You are listening to the Morning Bliss with Patricia Mandula. Service delivery watch on the Morning Bliss. We are talking this morning about the first non-sewered sanitation conference, um, especially after, you know, um, week after week having a community complain about not having proper sewer systems or sewer pipes being busted in communities, uh, the infrastructure being an issue. I'm so intrigued to find out what this non-sewered sanitation conference is all about. Our guest is Jay Bagwan, who's an executive manager at Water Use and Wastewater Resources and Sanitation's Future Strategic Area. Thank you very much, Jay, for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Patricia, and thank you for having me. So there's a conference coming up from the 15th to the 18th of October here in Johannesburg, South Africa. Tell us about this uh, particular conference that speaks non-sewered sanitation. Yeah, so look, the term non-sewered intrigues many people, and uh, I would share a little nostalgia about it. Uh, that the event that we're planning to have uh, next week is quite pioneering in itself, uh, quite innovative. And it all started about 10 years ago, uh, you know, in the kind of research work we were doing that uh, we found that many low-income areas, and I say low-income areas in South Africa uh, and globally, uh, do not have many choices around sanitation when there's limitations of water supply and and finances to get universal coverage in terms of waterborne sanitation. So that limitation results in many, many uh, communities and households uh, getting a a very rural solution in the form of what we call a hole in the ground or a pit latrine or a ventilated improved pit latrine. And in urban areas, that becomes quite problematic to manage because they fill up much faster and you have to empty them. And and the emptying and the management of that becomes very, very complex. So so 10 years ago, we, uh, you know, started talking about after finding out this problem that maybe it's time we started to look at other sanitation alternatives. And it was Bill Gates that came to South Africa and looked at the conditions in our formal and informal settlements and communities and asked us what should we do. And, uh, you know, the answer to that was we need to reinvent the toilet and get better aspirational non-sewer sanitation for these kind of communities. And he then injected $200 million on this new vision around reinventing the toilet that is bringing us to this pioneering event where we can now start sharing some of the solutions that have now come to market and that we can use uh, in these circumstances. So there is technology that can help us. I mean, looking at uh, just 
our cities around South Africa. Um, the infrastructure doesn't seem to be enough. It doesn't seem to be holding. Uh, pipes are bursting at the seams. It's 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 really um, a, a disastrous, you know, state of affairs in most communities. So with this particular technology and non-sweat sanitation, is there hope that every community can be restored and be given dignity? Well, well, that's the beauty of it. Is what we started. Uh, as an initiative around servicing low-income communities in the developing world is beginning to become a solution for everyone and and people in the developed world, especially in areas where we're starting to see the impacts of climate, uh, the availability of water, uh, and where we also starting to see failures in a lot of very formal systems because of aging, operation, and and the replacement very, being very very difficult. So non-sewer offers this new pathway and this new uh, opportunity of uh, having uh, human beings manage their waste on site with very very modern and I would say advanced technology but very, very appropriate. So now you can go to the toilet, flush it, and have your waste, uh, what you would call safely uh, disposed or safely treated on site, okay, without having to flush. And that contributes in a significant way in the future to deal with these future challenges where you would not require lots of water anymore you were not going to require big quantities of water to convey what we call a pollutant and then take it far away and treat it and then pollute our rivers and have all the downstream consequences. So this is kind of a game changer uh, that that is going to be coming, that's going to give uh, many households and individuals an opportunity to take sanitation off the grid and, and, and not put it into a sewer. So that's what's so attractive and so groundbreaking around where we've come so far. There's a lot way to go, but I think we're at the stage where we can start showing that this potential does exist. So this potential exists, but what does it need to um, get to our communities? Um, is it is um, government buy-in? Are you working with the Department of Water and Sanitation? Is it costly? Yeah, look, in the beginning, the prototypes, etc., are, are costly, but it comes down to manufacturing large quantities and numbers together with unblocking a lot of legislative and policy processes, because it is a household appliance that we are trying to aim at developing. And that means changing a number of regulations, setting a number of very high standards for the products to be tested, and and, uh, scaling up manufacturing and production that, uh, you know, it becomes much more affordable for many households to easily access this in the market, you know, either through a game store or through a a macro store, etc. So we're trying to move in that direction that, uh, you know, gets this uptake and gets this momentum quite fast. 
So at the moment, we are doing a lot of demonstrations, testing, and we're at the pivotal point where we're looking for this, this uh, political support. We're looking for this behavioral change, even amongst users who need to start believing that this is possible, uh, start uh, using some of the units, etc. And, uh, you know, un unfortunately, but fortunately, the benefits starts flowing directly to low-income communities that are struggling to have sanitation first, but then they start getting aspirational and better solutions that that behavior change needs to happen, that it's not all about flushing. You can have the same convenience, you can have the same satisfaction with a very new aspirational solution, and the adaptation is that behavior change. You know, Jay, when I think of sanitation and I think of its importance in our modern day society, I, I, I think the cost that you speak about saying the prototyping could be quite pricey, but the benefits would be worth it, you know, as opposed to having people living in absolutely filth because the infrastructure is, is not well maintained or it can't hold, would be much better for us to invest in such infrastructure um, and make sure that our people are living healthy and clean lives, our environment is kept clean, so that the, the investment will be worth it. Another element is the fresh water element. We know that fresh water is really scarce and hard to come by these days. We're trying to save it in every uh, way possible. Are there ways that this particular uh, technology of non-sweat sanitation could also help in, you know, eliminating the requirement of a lot of fresh water? So exactly. If you take away flushing uh, at a modern household level uh, in, in the system, you are freeing something like between 50 to 60 percent fresh water out of the system. And that builds greater water security. Uh, you know, for drinking water, for, for bathing, for many other economic activities, okay? And we're a very water-stressed country. So the direct next benefit that this offers in a climatic variability environment is the issue that it is saving, it's going to save a lot of water. And the net impact is that it's going to save a lot of pollution impacts because now you're not transporting this human waste the system still maintain better dignity, you know, and also the, 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 the key thing is that sanitation is actually a health intervention. It's there to eliminate the transmission of many disease that, diseases that our body generate and safely treat those pathogens and, and, and viruses and bacteria. So it offers that as well. But for the future, it's going to deal with issues of climate variability uh, in a very, very big way because many people talk about the water crisis. A water crisis is actually a sanitation crisis because if you've been and you've experienced water shutdown, the first thing you're looking for is water to flush your toilet, not water to drink, you know, in the modern world. So we have started to experience these in uh, with the water outages and uh, you know the the incidences that we had in cape town etc that in in the developed world 
you know, when you have a water crisis, it's actually a sanitation crisis. It's a bigger sanitation crisis. And this will solve and deal with those kind of future challenges. Pratikya, are you there? Yes, we are here, Jay. You know, um, it it all makes sense. And uh, we are living in a crisis mode right now. It's true. Uh, If you don't have water stored to to flush your toilet, um, if you don't go and get water to to drink and always have it stored, you don't know when the taps are going to go dry, depending on where you live. You know, and some communities just don't have water at all. So sanitation is an issue altogether. This being the first um, conference, what is expected? Who are the speakers who are expected here? And uh, how can people attend? So the, the, the conference is a combination of uh, being very technical, but also looking at some of the creating a pathway for policy change and those kind of aspects. So we have an audience of about 400 people. Uh, you know, some about 50 to 60 percent of them uh, coming from overseas that have been part of this uh, uh, revolution in, in inventing new toilet systems, inventing the signs around them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, but we also have many practitioners. We have uh, some politicians coming from developed world. Unfortunately, uh, you know, our politicians haven't seen the light yet, but, you know, they're coming to also learn and listen of how they can start looking at transitioning this uh, opportunity. Uh, And this new sanitation pathway also uh, offers the creation of a very new industry and a very new economic opportunity that possibly uh, will will escalate into creating new jobs and and new entrepreneurs uh, because it's going to require that change in the system. So uh, we are at that stage where with this conference starts sharing this this development, starts sharing the progress we are making, that we use it as a platform to accelerate the change. And we're fortunate that we have been pioneers in it in South Africa. Uh, you know, since uh, eight years ago, we leapt into it with a very futuristic view on it to say that, look, we can make a difference Uh, by providing more dignified sanitation to many of our communities. And this is going to spill off to the rest of the developing world. And now, even into developed world, is beginning to look with with great interest, uh, you know, as they deal with issues of climatic uh, problems as well as aging infrastructure. So we are at that pivotal point and, uh, uh, you know, we feel proud uh, as South Africa and, and the Water Research Commission and many of us who have been driving this agenda that, uh, you know, we continue to maintain our culture of being innovative. Uh, we just need uh, greater support and political will, uh, you know, from our own systems to, to allow, allow us to enable this uh, to a greater scale. Is this particular conference open to the general public? Yes, it's uh, open to general public. It's, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, with with the resources, etc., it's a paid conference. uh, So it's open to anyone that can uh, afford the fees and and, uh, be able to attend. And and we have kept it quite low with the generous sponsorships that we have received uh, from our local partners partners in, in making this possible.
Mm. And will there be much participation from uh, government departments? Yes, we have good representation from the Department of Water and Sanitation, who actually lead sanitation change in the country, uh, together with the uh, uh, COCTA, Department of Housing, because they're also responsible. They're all uh, part of uh, uh, the event, uh, you know, and helped us also organize it. So, yes, they see the future, but we need greater uh, participation uh, at a higher policy level. Uh, and, and I think uh, the first is a technical meeting, but hopefully this will kind of spirit us into getting more policy dialogue moving on it that can unlock that pathway. Very much uh, needed and uh, interesting that it's going to be happening right here in South Africa. Thank you so very much, uh, Jay, for joining us. Uh, can you give us a detailed, maybe a website where we can follow this journey? Um, and uh, hopefully in the near future, we will have non-sword sanitation. Yes, so it's www.nss.nssconference.org. And, uh, you know, this week we just secured some funding to uh, digitize the whole event and uh, post-conference. Uh, a lot of the material will be available on the website and the Water Research Commission website uh, to, to, to anyone that would be interested to uh, hear or, or see some of the presentations post the conference. Excellent. Thank you so very much. We'll definitely uh, be tuned to that website. Thank you very much.